Hey, hey, what's happening, homebodies? It's your girl, the Toad Lady, Rachel Presser here, coming at you live from New York. And today we're going to get into uh, what kind of gifts do you get for the tea drinker in your life if you're not really that big on tea yourself. Because, oh yeah, while I do like both coffee and tea, I find that I'm definitely more of a tea drinker, which is really a minority in America when so much of our culture really runs, you know, on, like, basically mainlining coffee whenever possible. Um, yeah, like, but if, if you've ever been, like, you know, to Europe or even, like, you know, to some other Asian countries, like, one thing that's definitely going to be a bit of a culture shock is when you order coffee someplace or, like, you know, you get, like, some coffee to go and you're not, you are not getting the sizes that you get in America. I mean, I don't just mean that because, like, um, you know, yeah, like, portions sizes in general are smaller, which I also found to be true. But for drinks, though, it definitely, yeah, was a bit of a shock. Like, if you order a large coffee, like, say, in Paris or in Tokyo, um, you are not getting what you get in America, where, you know, you can just, like, chug that shit for an hour if you've got, you know, a long bus or train commute. Like, you know, you're, you're not going to get, like, a like a venti-sized, um, you know, thing. You know, or, if you, or if you don't do Starbucks, you're not going to get this, like, 18, 20-ounce cup of it. That just doesn't exist. Unless you actually go to a Starbucks out in that country. Um, yeah. So, so the sizes aside. Um, yeah, America, though, just doesn't really have, like, the tea-drinking culture, you know, that some other countries tend to have where whether it's got this very you know ceremonial feel to it you know such as like going you know to um you know an actual tea like when you're yeah like when you're in England or in Ireland um or in terms of like you know just like going like to Asia like I was actually kind of surprised um that I couldn't find tea that easily like when I was in you know several Japanese cities like it's just not really I mean it's it's there but it's just, like, not as ubiquitous as coffee culture, actually. Um, I was a little surprised to see that. Um, so, in America, though, uh, the vast majority of tea that actually gets sold here is of the iced variety. Um, while we are the third biggest importer of tea in the world, yeah, a lot of that is definitely not hot tea. It's definitely not, um, yeah, like, the kind of, like, accessories and, and the like that you see for tea drinkers is that because this is a very coffee-centric culture and it can make you feel a little bit out of place. Um, me, I feel out of place with both groups, honestly, because while there are some, like, types of tea and, like, some tea accessories that I use and enjoy, um, no, some, like, hardcore tea drinkers kind of look down upon me because I like to scald the living crap out of it. Like, I disregard whatever instructions are put on the box. Um, that th that means nothing to me. You want me to steep that for only three to five minutes? What? What? If I wanted like flavored water, I would just go like cut up some strawberries or some cucumber and go put that in some freaking water. I'm I am not having yeah like some like brown water with like a bag in it. No, I want some freaking tea. I want some freaking tea. I am leaving that shit in there for at least, like, 10 to 15 minutes, if not longer, depending on the size of the cup. Like, I don't know. Maybe I'm just too, like, neurodivergent for this kind of thing. I don't know. But, like, I have, like, all these different, like, 
timer settings that I will use to brew the perfect cup of tea, especially if I want a lot of it. And I find that, like, doubling down on the strength by using two tea bags or if using loose tea, pouring more in, doesn't always work. Um, yeah, so with that said, if you're having some trouble figuring out, like, what to get for the tea drinker in your life or if you just don't really know a lot about, yeah, like, what we use or, like, what kind of um, intricacies go into tea brewing, I'm happy to help you out. So, yeah, a really good budget-friendly gift that a tea drinker is always going to appreciate is some kind of um, infuser or filter bag. And, yeah, you can get those just for a couple bucks, you know, on Amazon um, at, like, most home goods stores, like Crate and Barrel has them, too. Um, or, better yet, like, if you have, like, an indie tea maker, like, that you know of, um, shout out to Desert Sage Natural on Twitter. She makes all kinds of really cool and interesting um, you know, tea blends. Um, Styling Tea Blends is another support your indie tea makers because they come up with all kinds of really cool blends that you're not going to find, you know, like at Starbucks or Tivana or what have you. Um, and yes, like they also, you know, frequently sell accessories. Yeah, because people are usually looking, you know, to get gifts um, for tea drinkers or they, you know, are just dipping their toes into the tea drinking world, um, either because they want to just try something different or chances are their doctors told them to cut back on caffeine for the love of God. Yeah, that's, yeah, that was what my gastroenterologist told me. <laughs> so having to drink more tea, you know, yeah, it was just a fact of life for some people. Um, yeah, so home goods stores, um, yeah, like indie uh, tea makers, good places to start. Um, yeah, so filter bags and infusers are always a really good gift um, to get for someone because they're practical, they're inexpensive, you know, that's, um, yeah, cheap to, like, wrap up or ship to somebody. And there's, like, tons and tons of options out there, but the disposable filter bags are great because you can basically just, like, make your own tea bags out of loose tea. Um, yeah, because, like, while pre-bagged um, is really convenient, and while a lot of them do taste really good. They just have, like, nothing on loose tea. It's, like, comparing, like, the free champagne that you'll get, like, at some, you know, like, New Year's party versus, like, you're getting, like, Dom Perignon or some shit on your honeymoon. That's, like, pretty much um, the caliber difference we're, we're talking here. Um, yeah, like, I've had, like, some amazing loose teas that, like, just... Um, are out of this world, you know, compared to, like, the bag stuff you can get, you know, at most places. And, yeah, so filter bags make it easy to just, like, make your own tea bags if you don't have the right equipment or you, don't, or you just don't have the time, you know, to, like, go through the whole ceremonial process of brewing a pot or what have you. Um, yeah, filter bags are great for this. And so um, so are the reusable um, infusers. And so silicone infusers, I think, are better than metal ones. I say, I know that some hardcore tea drinkers are going to fight me on this because on one hand, the metal does do a better job of conducting the heat better. Because if you didn't pay attention in science class in elementary school, um, yeah, metal is very conductive, you know, whether, whether you're going to keep things hot or keep things cool. And so, yeah, the metal does do a good job of, like, keeping that cup of tea hot for much longer. Um, and there are some infusers that do have both metal and silicone elements. And then for those, you just have to, like, 
check very carefully um, to make sure that they are dishwasher safe because not all of them are. That's my main beef with the metal infusers because I have a very special rule for my household. And that rule is, if it can't go in the dishwasher, it can't come in this house. That's just my rule. If you have, um, yeah, the friend that you're buying this for, they may not have the rule, in which case, knock yourself out. There's tons of different um, metal infusers, one of the most popular being, like, the tea ball, which is, um, it somewhat looks like a spherical tea bag, you know, that, yeah, it's this very fine mesh ball you can put the tea into, and then it has the chain that dangles from the side, you know, so, you can, so you can easily pluck it out later. Um, the silicone, though, is great because it's a lot, like, safer and less painful to handle. It's dishwasher safe. But the one drawback about the silicone infuser, um, or the metal one for that matter, too, is that just cleaning them can be a pain in the ass. That That's just, like, one thing that is not so fun about them. Unless you're getting the kind that has, like, a super fine mesh, yeah, cleaning them is just going to be such a pain in the ass. Um... Same for if you want to make another cup of tea and you don't want to reuse the same leaves that you just used. Oh yeah, you're, you're going to be like plucking those little things out. They sometimes get loose in the cup and just like ruins the whole experience. Um, and then you may not always have like, you know, an extra strainer handy to go clean it up. And God, yeah, that's why, a lot of, that, so that's why I like the paper filter bags because they just eliminate all that nonsense because they're high enough so that if you only put a little bit in the filter bag... It doesn't completely leak in, but if you want to prevent leaks, all you need is some butcher or bakery string, and boop, you're done. You made your own tea bag. Knock yourself out. So, yeah, those are really good gifts. And then if you want to, like, go for something a little, a little fancier, um, a, a glass teapot that has an infuser built into it is also a wonderful, practical gift because, yeah, you don't have to buy filter bags or infusers, um, Separately, you can still use them if you want to, but the whole idea is that the pot has a built-in infuser, so you can watch it brew in real time, which is pretty cool. Um, it has, like, one separate component that you can just easily, you know, pull out and, like, hand wash or shove in the dishwasher. Always check the label first to make sure you're getting a dishwasher-safe model, but glass in general is always going to be dishwasher-safe. I would just, depending on how heavy and tempered the glasses, I would still put that on the top shelf um, of the dishwasher just to be on the safe side. That's how I wash mine out, um, just because I think it might be in for too rough a ride if I put it in on the bottom shelf. Um, and yeah, and so that's also a very good practical gift. And then if, you'll, if you've got money to burn and you really want to impress them, or maybe this is a gift for, you know, like your spouse or best friend opposed to say, a coworker or something where you may not want to spend as much money or whatever. Um, a water boiler is an awesome gift that will get a lot of use. Um, yeah, like, I'm going to so butcher the pronunciation. Zojirushi, Zojirushi. Um, yeah, that was that was the one I always use. It's basically, like, one of, like, the top-of-the-line models of water boilers because... Like I said, um, a lot of you know, Asian cultures have more of a heavy emphasis on tea drinking than we do in America. Um, and so also, while there's probably a few American appliance makers that do have something similar out there now, um, yeah, the Zoji Rushi models, though, are specially meant, though, for making tea um, or just, like, having, you know, hot water handy for um, even just for, like, you know, cooking in small spaces. 
Um, because, yeah, a lot of apartments, like, especially, like, in Tokyo, Osaka, and the like, are tiny. Like, super tiny. Um, it's not like in the States where nowadays, um, you know, in big cities, a lot of single professionals, like, will room together, um, you know, to live in the big city. Um, you'll, you'll just have, like, a two- or three-bedroom apartment, a bunch of people live in it. Um, no, like, out in Tokyo, you can have, like, like a really tiny studio that's, like, it's, I mean, it's little. It's going to be, like, 350 square feet, like, you know, or even less. It's going to be tiny, but it the rent is a lot less, and, yes, yeah, single people tend to live alone, and so you have to get creative with, like, the tiny amount of space you have. And so these water boilers are pretty popular for both tea making and for cooking purposes because you can just heat some water in them, and you have it for both tea and as well as, like, yeah, things like ramen um, or other, like, instant food. And, yeah, they're incredibly nifty. Um, yeah, so they're also really good for disabled people who can't really handle, um, you know, like, boiling things on a stove without risking injury. Um, yeah, they're fa- they, yeah, these water boilers are fantastic for that purpose as well. Um, but for tea, though, they actually have, like, usually um, special temperatures, um, like ones meant for green tea or black tea, white tea even, um, along with, like, alarms, other things to let you know like, when the water's done boiling or if it's been on too long. Um, the only drawback with them is that they can get gross and kind of hard to clean. That was what turned me off from, like, wanting to replace mine when it died. Um, but other than that, though, like, yeah, they do make a really good um, good gift and uh, have a lot of uses. And, yeah, so... If you want to see more on the tea versus coffee discourse and more about uh, home appliances, make sure to check out more at homestratosphere.com. Stay tuned for more episodes of the podcast. Uh, follow us at Home Stratos on Twitter, and I'll catch you again next time.